pinnacle of diverse consciousness and social thought. That is our oh, podcast. Is that right? Actually, this is right. Right. And I right, always right. Right and right. Nigel. You're right. They're all Nigel. 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 And when you hear the shout of my name ringing out, I am right, and it's time to deliver value. Welcome, everyone. Hey. So this is Nigel, and um, I was originally going to go to bed in this um, climate of post-apocalyptic mayhem, if you would. You know, the corona COVID-19 pandemic, but um, somehow I got a second wind. I was uh, sitting, talking with a friend, and just listening to some of how people have interacted with everything that's going on, and asking uh, various people, various demographics, ages, generations, how they're coping with with everything. And it's so interesting to me, because I am by nature more of an introvert so this this is like a non-event for me for the most part um i've always preferred more intimate intimate interaction because i feel like it just adds more value i um i am truly the manifestation of the um of the dunbar's number 150 con- you know concurrent you know relationships um, probably a lot less for me. I'm the guy who had the access to social media, but would text everybody, uh, you know, messages during the holiday season, which was rather annoying to be quite honest, but that's how I function. That's how I uh, feel most comfortable. And, um, for whatever that's worth, I can tell you so many people have come back to me and, you know, shockingly so said to me, hey, you know, I really appreciate those messages you sent me, even though they've never responded while it was happening. It was just being digested, which is why I always advocate to anyone I mentor or coach um, to put your message out, especially if it's an authentic one, if it's something that you actually believe, because too many times people don't believe in anything. You know, I have a dear friend of mine, he's, uh, you know, I practicing Catholic, and he, um, he's, like, one of the few folks that I know that, like, like, reli- like, literally religiously just doesn't miss, and with all of that, you would think he would be more staunch in his, you know, position, but his attitude has always been, um, as long as you believe in something, and that was very educational for me, I mean, He's one of my smartest friends, but I I always found that so profound to just say, as long as you believe in something. And it makes so much sense, because when you think about it, um, if you believe in absolutely nothing, it's hard to find common ground. It's hard to find a common denominator. And I've determined um, from years of, you know, focusing on developing really good relationships, and I've... And I've been fortunate and blessed to have more than most. Um, I, I, I've determined that if you don't have a common denominator, you know, common guiding principles, then you don't have a relationship at all. And when you find that 
any one of your core beliefs is out of alignment, the moment that's exposed, the relationship is revealed for what it is, which is nothing. And it doesn't matter how much time has gone by, how many generations have been put into the mix, how many situations you've actually been through. If your core beliefs are out of alignment, you essentially do not have a relationship. And you determine this very quickly when that one piece, that one core belief is tested. And then it all goes away. It's like it never, it literally is like Thanos in Endgame. You snap your finger and it's all gone. Like it never happened. And I don't say that to be flip and I don't and I and I'm also not saying that out of um, just for the sake of saying it. I'm saying it through real life experience. There is no if you have fundamentally different core beliefs, as soon as they're tested, the relationship ceases to exist. As much as you would think the nostalgia and everything else mattered so much, it matters not at all. Because that core belief destroys the entire foundation of everything that was built upon. And chances are when that happens is because there was not transparency in it the whole time. So what's the point of all this? Because I kind of went off on a, on a tangent there. I think people are feeling a range of emotions and I didn't really um I didn't really start this podcast episode to talk about any one thing specifically other than to just kind of get that thought out and to specifically solicit voice messages from you talking about how it is you're feeling. I think there will be I think authenticity is going to prevail at the core of this pandemic. People who don't give a shit about anybody, they're going to continue not giving a shit about anybody. They're going to try to mask it. They're going to try to dress it up, put a bow on it, put lipstick on a pig, do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if they didn't give a shit before, they're not going to give a shit now. And... Um, this is probably not going to be received very well, but I'm going to say it anyway because I believe it's true. And I, I feel like what you do consistently over time proves that. I am a big fan of, um, of not everything, but a lot of what Gary Vee says. And one thing in particular is when he talks about sitting on the right side of history. You either believe something or you don't. There's no in-between. And... Me, for one, I, I mean, at least I know with my kids and the people I find close to me, do not sit in the middle. Do not try to hedge your bets. You pick a side and you, you, you know, you, you dive in. Because you want to be on the right side of history when it comes down. If you don't care about people, then you just don't. Pretending to care all is going to do is you're going to just confuse the other people on the other end. And it's just going to make life miserable where it doesn't have to be. If you just don't believe it, just accept that you don't believe it. I think what happens too many times is people want the benefits of believing or seeming to believe 
in certain things, um, but not the responsibility of what it is. And it's that very behavior that I think um, rots society from within. Because it doesn't matter what you... Like, we all have free will. You believe what you want. You know, but I think for us all, we need to align ourselves with the proper circle. And something I talk about a lot, which is weed and fertilize. Because if you're aligned with the right circle, you're going to double down, triple down, quadruple, decuple down on the things that you believe in. The problem most times is, I think people who want to dance the line is they know the stuff they believe in is wrong. They actually know it. So it, then it becomes intentional. So they shift over to the side that's a little more palatable. They don't want to be responsible for, but they figure if they, you know, put on a mask of being politically correct, it'll work for them. And that's where the problem comes in. If you believe, if you don't care about anything, then listen, go hard with don't caring, man. I'm not saying that it, it won't work. It's just that it just wouldn't work for me. And it wouldn't work for some other people. But don't come over pretending like you care about something when you don't. And then end up sticking people with sharp objects, you know, in the eye or in the testicles. And then going, oh, my bad. Like it doesn't matter. Nah, stay stay in your lane. If you really believe that it's cool being that way, then do that. It, I, I think it... But most times I think people know that they don't. I, I, I think this is going to reveal the character of a lot of things. One of the, the pieces that I find myself... Um, I see more people talking about. I see even the platforms dealing with. But... I feel like for all of us, including myself, I am certainly not excluded here. We take stuff for granted, particularly in America, you know. And it's also, it's wonderful to see people really um, taking a stance for the folks who are putting their life on the line every day. The health workers, the police officers, fire department, ambulance. And if I missed anybody, nurses, doctors, that kind of thing, they're putting their lives on the line every day. You know, and to me... There's no amount too great that we could do. I don't know how many of you have those people in your family, but I say this. Even if you don't do it to the folks that you know as strangers, those folks who are in your family that are functioning in those jobs, the nurses, doctors, police officers, firemen, um, I hope I don't miss anybody, but you know who you are. Those civil servants, the folks that are working in the Costco's and working in the supermarkets and working in the bars and the restaurants, all these other things. I think we have a responsibility as everybody else. Every time we see those people, we treat them with the same reverence as if they went off to fight a war because that's what they're doing. Because they're putting their lives on the line. They're putting their lives on the line. They're putting their families on the line. And some of us are out here like, like it doesn't even matter. Nah, you, we, we, we need to support that cause. We need to jump out in front of it. And every single time, I like you see them man you make it a point I don't care if you're doing it from social distancing 8, 10, 50 feet away be like listen I see you man thank you make it a point because here's the thing and I, and I talked about this um, I thought about it very heavily the other night I, when you 
we don't always find our right circle immediately. We always don't we we don't always find the inspiration to keep going. You know, and uh, the message I always talk about the gift is giving, that's not easy. You know, it's simple but it's not easy. It takes a significant amount of you know, commitment and encouragement to keep that going. And it doesn't have to be from everybody, but it needs to be from somewhere. Because if we don't support these people, and I said it on a post today, if we don't support these people, they're going to just stop doing it. Because it ain't popular. And some of us are just like straight up, we ain't, we're not doing it. And I, I will jump right out in front of this one. I don't see myself, I'm not of age now, but I didn't see myself going out and fighting a war. But I know a lot of people did. And maybe... You know, some people will look at that as a slight and be like, oh, you're unpatriotic. You didn't want to fight a war. It's not that I didn't want to fight a war. It's just like, I don't want a war with anybody if I don't have to. But here's the thing. For people who do go to war, for people who do feel like it's their duty, their obligation, and they jump out in front of it, I'm going to be damned if I'm going to stand there quiet and not defend them to my dying breath. That's going to be my war. So when I see um, folks that are elderly and folks that are veterans, they should get everything. Because if I wasn't out there on the front line like they were, then I better be out there on the front line for them. And if nothing else comes out of this conversation, I think that's something that we need to you know, try and take away from this. We need to start bringing real value to the table. And I mean, when I say real value, I mean, again, I'm not excluding myself by any stretch. I mean, we've all seen the movies, or most of us anyway. Like when you have, um, you know, I forgot what it is, the end of the world or the world ends. I forgot what movie it is. But anyway, when they load up them arcs to take people, they're taking people who can actually bring value to the table. And now I'm not saying that everybody can actually bring value, but the thing is, I think we could all do better in terms of adding value. I mean, whether it's encouragement, whether it's baking a cake, saying a kind word, you know, going to pick up some food for an elderly person, whatever it is, we need to do better than what it is we're doing. Whatever it is we're doing, even if we did better today than we did yesterday, tomorrow we need to do even better. And we need to take ourselves to task on this 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 um on this process. We need to be better. I mean, we're doing some stuff, and some's good. Anything's better than nothing, you know. And it's not for me to criticize because I'm looking to be challenged just as much. It's not when we're in our comfort zone, you know. We're we we're seeing what it is. Stuff is shut down. You stay inside. You don't have an opportunity to go to work Some in some cases. So what do you do with your time? You take it. You learn a skill. You learn a skill that's valuable. You go help somebody. You do something. You don't sit there whining and putting up arbitrary stuff. You put up stuff that's going to be of actual value. Somebody the other day, uh, somebody I've followed for a long time from Twitter. Her name's Amira. And... Um, I hope to do a podcast with her at some point or, you know, like jump on one of our lives because, you know, she told me something that I didn't know. Like, you know, this virus can live on cardboard for six days. 
I mean, the hours that it lives on the countertops that you could spray with some disinfectant or whatever, wipe off with some soap and water, that's one thing. But on cardboard, that's six days. You know how I many people shopping at Costco and BJ's and all these box stores bringing cardboard home? They're not thinking about that? You know, and how do we get this information? You know, and okay, if it's all for self, everybody's got to curate every piece of it, every single piece of information. If we're together, then we can get through it a lot faster. We have to start bringing real value. The world's changing. Things are going faster. We need to start building each other up and helping each other out. And ultimately, I'm not saying not focus on our needs at all. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I'm tying what it is I'm suggesting to our specific needs. The point is, we need to focus literally on finding something that has specific value to us that additionally has value to somebody else in a one-to-one ratio. Not a scam where you're telling somebody something while digging in their pocket and giving them all this disclaimer language. No, I'm talking about, hey, you, me... I make a dollar, you make a dollar. I get knowledge, you get knowledge. We look up information, we get there twice as fast. That kind of value. And I don't think we're challenging ourselves with that. And I'm not saying it to be preachy because I don't think I'm doing it. And I also don't think I can genuinely do it alone. And I don't think I can do it frictionless either. We like the social lubricant, the political correctness of what it is. But at the end of the day, I had this Haitian uh, CEO, you know, say something on one of these leadership talks. And she said, you know, in Haiti, they have this thing called benevolent friction. I like to call it spirited debate. I think as long as there's mutual respect and intelligence and you're not focusing on ignorance, spirited debate is the only way we make progress. People need to challenge what it is you're saying without being disrespectful, but for the point of making it better. And this is what we need to continue to do. Now, I don't know how many people this resonates with, if it makes any sense at all, or if I'm just some dude opening his mouth talking because there's a hole in it. Well, that's how you take it. But I felt like this needed to be said. I've said it. I want your feedback, good, bad, or indifferent, because at the end of the day, that's the only way we're going to ever make any movement forward. But I will say this very specific, and this is the call to action, shameless or not. Whomever this message resonates with, I would be genuinely grateful if you contacted me directly. And when I say me, even though this is my particular podcast, it may end up on, you know, the channel I have with my partner, Louis. If you feel like this message touched you or connected with you in some way or you resonate with a particular point, reach out. Because I want to follow, I want us to mutually follow each other on every particular platform that matters. Because this is not about followers, this is about practicality. This is about moving the needle forward and connecting with the people who share your common beliefs, your common value. And we're not for everybody, and you're not for everybody. You have to find your right circle. And we need to be committed and, you know, and focused on each other, helping to find the right circle, if, even if we're not in it. 
and not in it right now doesn't mean not in it forever. It just means that we're focused on the greater good. Because these are the things that are going to move the needle. If if this pandemic has showed us everything, this is where it is. We're all the same now. You know, never been, you know, it's never actually been different. But because of money, economic status, neighborhood, skin color, religion, whatever, gender, you whatever. We tend to set these boundaries. But at the end of the day, we all the same. We all bleed the same. So, a couple things. You see somebody out there that's putting their life on the line? Let's do a better job of telling them thank you every time. Tell them thank you until you get tired. Until they tell you, stop telling me thank you. And then thank them some more. Because we're not out there doing it. The least we can do is give them the encouragement to keep going because I'm sure they could use it. Somebody trying to be without their family, trying to be without their kids, trying to worry about the fact that they might come home with an actual disease. I don't believe that to be the case, so we could do a better job there. I could do a better job. Contribute whatever you can. If there's something I'm not doing well, say it. If there's something my partner's not doing well, say it. I'll be the first person to jump on and support it. First person. Because unless we have people keeping us accountable, being transparent, being honest, we never get better. And then let's talk about how we can actually do stuff to move the needle forward. People who recognize that they don't have valuable skills that they can bring to the marketplace to convert into currency and things to feed and support and move the needle forward in their family, this is their opportunity to do better. But not alone. So what's the good in that? You alone could only go but so far. You with 10 other people all working on 10 different things come back together, you get near 10 times as fast. But nobody just wants to be the first. Well, here's the thing. I always believe in leading by example. Well, I'm going to be the first. My partner's willing to be the first. And we don't need that many. And for all the people out there who got millions of followers, like on Instagram and now being going follow me on TikTok, because I'm going to say this and people are going to get mad. That's okay. I'll live with it. If I followed you on Instagram and you basically did nothing for me but dig in my pocket, why should I follow you anyplace else? But what I'm talking about is we follow each other right now. We find a common denominator. We make that work and we keep doing that over and over and over and over again. There's never going to be any more following because we're going to be on every particular platform every particular time. And the moment we do that, we've already demonstrated we can add value to each other's lives. And I know somebody's going to take this and try to see how they can flip it and perverse it. But at the end of the day, this is real. There's no perversing it because eventually it'll come out in the wash. So, if you would indulge me. Send me your thoughts, leave me a voicemail. Because lifting your voice 
makes an incredible impact. You have no... I, I know many of you put information out and you think it's falling on deaf ears. I just had this happen yesterday. I'm actually going to post about it um, probably tomorrow because I'm a little tired right now. But you check my post tomorrow and you're going to see a real example of what it's like when you put some stuff out and you don't hear anything back and then you finally do. And when you recognize the value of not only you putting the information out, but you also acknowledging when somebody has done something that resonates with you, that moves the needle, that creates impact. You'll see what I mean. You will understand the difference between influence and somebody just figuring out how to dig in your pocket through some persuasion and tactics. We're talking about principles here. But in any case, I'm going to close this out. We're going on 25 minutes now, and I'll say this. I'm Nigel Wright. I would love to know what you think. Send me voicemail if you think I've done even a fair job or even a bad job and you feel like you need to say something. Be seen, be heard, be successful. These are the things that are important. Let me know how I could do better. Let me know how my partner, I could do better. You know, but never forget that you're not alone in all this. Somebody's got to start somewhere. Somebody's got to set the example. And that's all I'm trying to do. And I hope we just continue to be received as souls that our intentions are good. Take care and thanks for listening. I'm Nigel Wright. I'd love to know what you think. Thank you. Have a good night. Be safe. Big love to all. Take care. Bye-bye. This is Nigel. Thank you for listening. Now and forever will be right. I was always Nigel Wright, and I always write love. This is the beginning, and it was the process of the recipient actually paying it forward, giving.